0: What a beginning to 2022. Betty White doesn't even make 100. Bob Saget dies at 65. And Joe Rogan can't even make a podcast talking about COVID-19. And with a very special guest who gave a wealth of information on vaccines. God, these people are crazy. Holy Jesus. Welcome to the podcast if you blinked you missed it all the way from animal house studios in the chilly hudson valley you're listening to the psycho Shack podcast yeah chilly hudson valley it is man. hey welcome back to the podcast thanks for joining me i appreciate you guys for listening happy new year it is what's today i don't even know what today is what is today it's the 20th of january is it yeah january 20th thursday january 20th man my days are just screwed up. Glad to have everybody listening. Thank you for downing the, downloading the show. If you downloaded it, if you didn't, please download it. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please rate the show. Leave an opinion. Tell me what you think. It helps put this on the correct platform. And yeah, did I mention I appreciate you? Contact the show at the Cycle Shack podcast at gmail.com. You can email me show topics, pictures of your bikes or any topic in general. Or just shoot the shit with me or check me out on Facebook at the Cycle Shack podcast. A very special thank you to our sponsor anchor.fm. If you have not, gotten on anchor.fm what are you waiting for it's fast free easy go on anchor.fm create your account you don't need any credit card information you don't have to do none of that it's fast it's free and it's easy whether you're a content creator or just like listening to your favorite podcasts anchor is the place to be so what are you waiting for anchor.fm guess what they're also affiliated with spotify that's right spotify took over anchor.fm so you get the great content all the time So check it out, that's anchor.fm Enough of that Another special mention to uh, And thank you to Stream Beats by Harris Heller For the music on this podcast Check them out on YouTube at uh, YouTube forward slash Stream Beats by Harris Heller So First podcast of the new year Excuse me My mouth is so dry and I got a bottle of water sitting here that's been here in the studio for, I want to say five months. I put it under the desk in the studio, and I uh, know water doesn't go bad, right? Especially if it's not opened. It's a regular bottle of water from Sam's Club. What, uh, don't kill you, make you stronger. Take a chance, right? Like Joey Diaz says Take a chance, Columbus did. Oh, yeah, that was good. Oh, yeah. Bob Saget, man. America's dad. Crazy comedian. I remember him from Entourage also. Bob Saget dies at the age of 65. And it's crazy. When I heard that, I was like, wow. Bad enough Betty White went, but Bob Saget. This is according to CNN, it was published January 10th, Um, Full House star Bob Saget died Sunday, his family confirmed in a statement to CNN he was 65, no evidence of drug use or foul play, Uh, it's the 20th, so since then they, they have figured out that it was of natural causes. Um, yeah, found to be dead in the hotel room Sunday at the Ritz Carlton in Orlando, Great Lakes uh, According to the Sheriff's Office Tributes for the actor-comedian have been pouring in um, Remembering Bob Saget Star of the hit series Full House, in America's Funniest Home Videos Bob Saget was also on Entourage Playing himself uh, a more Exaggerated form of himself, anyway. And, um, yeah. That's just shocking. As far as comedy, he was dirty. I <laughs> mean, when I would watch his comedy specials, I'm like, man, this is not the guy on Full House. But just shocking to say the least, man. Anyway, I was a big fan, and uh, yeah, bye, bye, Bob Saget. COVID, according to the news, is on the rise. This Omicron thing is taking everybody out. By taking everybody out, I mean putting up under the weather. Not too many deaths from it, thank God, right? But still getting people sick, nonetheless. And uh, yeah, it's bananas. You know, and speaking of COVID, right along that line, I uh, I think I mentioned on the last show that Joe Rogan, fellow podcaster Joe Rogan, had a Dr. Robert Malone, um, who was a vaccinologist and worked with the government in in helping develop. I guess the formula for the COVID-19 vaccine Um, show clips for the Joe Rogan podcast with Dr. Robert Malone um, who created several vaccines. Like I said, including working with the government on COVID-19 that clip was taken down. And I have here, if you subscribe to Spotify parent company of anchor.fm, you can watch that podcast because it's still up. It's also in video. And it was a very two and a half hours, almost three hours long. Very interesting to watch and listen to what he had to say. Um, the podcast was in no way, shape or form, in my opinion, uh, anti-vaccine. It, the information given is claimed by, well, you know, Let me before, before I go there, there's two parts to this. It was a very interesting podcast, to say the least. And the second thing is that... Joe Rogan is now has a, a, a petition of 270 quote-unquote doctors petitioning to Spotify, according to Fox News, to please, why are you letting Joe Rogan give misinformation and misinforming people about COVID-19 and the vaccine. That's not what I got from this interview. So I don't know what they saw, but I know what I saw. And I watched this interview twice over because it was such a good show. And it was so interesting to hear that I had to watch it a second time because I couldn't believe my ears. And the guy was being pretty clear on. Oh, excuse me, I'm just adjusting the microphone here. On on things, statements being said, he did not deny that the vaccine wasn't helping people. He to round it off. You listen to the podcast yourself and in the interview, and, and you can go from there. But basically, what he was alluding to was. The vaccination was meant to be a one-done. As far as two doses, he did not agree with this. He did not agree with the booster because, again, in, in, in his studies, because, again, he helped make the formula for the vaccine, he stated that, and I quote, the two and three times doses of this vaccine can create almost the opposite effect and would now be too much in the system it's better to just get the one dose and be protected in that way and which is how it was intended to he didn't agree with the taking the one dose and then the two weeks later, taking a second dose, it should have been a one and done. And yeah, the overdosing, and I don't mean that in a, in a, in a, the way it sounds as far as ODing, but the the overuse of the vaccination would produce. Another result, uh, uh, another issue stemming in harming the immune system and also leaving vulnerabilities for other disease, such as cancers, certain types of cancers. But and again, it's not to say let me not misinform anyone. It's not saying that the vaccine causes cancer. That's not what he was saying in the interview. He was saying that the too much of the vaccine can impact the immune system and your T-cells to leave you vulnerable to other things like certain types of cancers. Um, so again, very interesting thing. Very interesting to hear, to say the least good information to make people make good informed decisions in my opinion and this is what needed to be out there and I knew once I heard this interview first off I couldn't believe my ears neither could Joe Rogan (laughs) who interviewed the guy and yeah it's again this isn't an anti-vaccine you know it it wasn't you know he, he did say yeah people should get vaccinated it is safe for the one and done But anyway, you listen and you decide. But now, that being said, that was one part of this. And then yesterday, I had to add this second part because I saw this yesterday and it blew my mind. So aside from the man being criticized for having this guest on his podcast and the show in itself, this right here is according to Fox News. This was published two days ago. Um, And it says, uh, you can check this out on foxnews.com. A vet, an engineer, a podcast host are among 270 doctors demanding Spotify take action against Joe Rogan. Most of the 270 signatories are not medical doctors. The article goes to say last week, 270 so-called doctors co-signed an open letter to Spotify demanding the company take action against podcast host Joe Rogan for promoting what they called... COVID related misinformation. Now, I'm saying I don't see that to be true. I actually got a lot of useful information, okay, that still wouldn't have changed my mind in getting the vaccine. I am vaccinated. I don't deny it to anyone. I don't hide it from anyone. Not ashamed that I got it, but I also don't bash anyone who doesn't. You make the informed decision based on what you know and what you feel is best for you and your family and that's it no one should have the right to criticize you thereafter okay that being said me watching this interview and knowing what was said about the vaccine did not change my mind about getting the vaccine okay he goes on to say uh The media rushed to circulate the letter, running headlines that cast Joe Rogan as a menace to public health, health, as asserted by the group. Dr. Robert Malone on the Joe Rogan interview. uh, Censorship Twitter ban. You can't. Well, whatever. I mean, it just doesn't make sense. But a closer look, however, found that the majority of the signatories are either not direct medical providers or are not legally permitted To practice medicine on their own, nearly a hundred of them reportedly hold a PhD degree, but not but do not regularly practice. The letter addressed Joe Rogan's now viral episode of the Joe Rogan Experience, in which virologist and immunologist Dr. Robert Malone criticized the vaccine and voiced concerns over mass uh, mass formation. Psychosis Only 87 of the signatures are medical doctors or doctors of Osteopathic medicine Though the conservative news site the blaze found Signatures include Numerous nurse practitioners Veterinarians, a dentist And close to 100 PhDs and PhD candidates Whatever the hell that means It's a PhD candidate, you're on your way to get it The group urged Spotify to take action Against mass information events on its platform Blasting his podcast uh, Blasting Rogan for Pushing misleading and false claims on his podcast provoking distrust in science and medicine throughout the pandemic The doctors also noted that Malone has been suspended from Twitter for spreading misinformation on the topic You know, I want to go on to say personally that again, I did not What I got here was very informative You got to listen to the podcast yourself Okay. That's the bottom line. Um, I'm a big fan of the Joe Rogan podcast and Joe Rogan. I listen to it all the time. And I will say that while he does express his opinions and concerns about the vaccine, he does express that, like I just stated myself, he does not condone or condone any action. He doesn't think people should not get vaccinated. He doesn't think people should get vaccinated. He thinks, again, that if you so choose to make the informed decision and vaccinate yourself and your family members, then you do it based on what you feel. And he doesn't criticize that. He himself is a man who takes care of himself, is very healthy for his age, exercises regularly, and says, hey, you know what? I feel that both my family and I are, we don't take the vaccine because he just chooses not to. And that's that. He just states how the media in itself has been dragging this COVID thing and taking it and making story upon story and there's a lot of misinformation that he points out is being given and it's because of the media, you know, with all the hype and all the Uh, uh, I will say misinformation for a good story that's misinformation what he has been uh, what I have found that he has been providing is he wants to get to the bottom of things by bringing people on who are professionals he had an episode when he had doctor the famous doctor Sanjay Gupta right Um, who was on CNN or is a doctor normally on CNN, and I think he's a regular general medicine family practice type doctor. Um, I guess people are saying that he kind of laid into him in that interview, which I don't really think he did. I just tried to think, I just think he tried to get information from Sanjay Gupta that Sanjay Gupta wasn't prepared to come back and answer correctly. Because again, A general family practitioner general medicine doctor is not a doctor who studies vaccine and 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 viruses they may be educated on it because they have to treat people but it's not the same thing all right the article goes on to say Rogan whose successful show is exclusive to Spotify has become a target of the liberal media over the course of the pandemic The Daily Beast enlisted a far-left advocate to declare Rogan was mainstreaming right-wing information while former MSNBC host Keith Oberman last week called him the stupidest fucking guy on the planet. (laughs) Uh, CNN invited one of the healthcare professionals. I'd like to see where this goes because, again, again, it's not because I'm a fan of the show, but... I have never gotten the feeling that Joe Rogan bashes people who do or don't get the vaccine. or uh, And he just wants to get the correct information out there for people. So he asks questions. That's all. He He's inquisitive about it. And it's for people like you and me. So, I mean, again, I've appreciated all, all the podcasts and all the, the questioning and information on it. But I don't know. So... I support the guy. Definitely, he should keep doing what he's doing. And yeah, check it out for yourself. That's the Joe Rogan Experience on Spotify, exclusively on Spotify. Check him out. It's Joe Rogan's podcast, and it's the podcast with Dr. Robert Malone, who is a virologist and vaxologist. And uh, yeah, you listen to it, and you decide. So, I got to say that, you know, last part of COVID, having COVID myself, my thoughts on it, I'm thankful it wasn't as bad as a lot of other people have gotten it. I just had a runny nose, maybe a slight headache, um, and I was tired for the most part, but, you know, it could have been a lot worse. Right? It could have been a lot worse, and I just left it at that. I'm thankful that What are we doing here? A little quick to the draw Thankful that my family pulled through fine And uh, yeah Everyone had pretty much the same symptoms It was very mild And I'm thankful for that And I'm not saying that it doesn't exist and it's not out there I'm saying COVID is very real There are people who are definitely suffering from it And dying Okay uh, But again I'm thankful that The numbers are going down as far as deaths. The amount of people getting it daily may have spiked. Uh, This week, they're announcing that in New York State, the numbers have dropped. So, again, let's hope we get through this. Let's just get rid of this, conquer it, and move forward. And it teaches us as a people that we've got to be more attentive and, hey, wash your hands before you eat. (laughs) You know what I mean? Things like that. So, Moving on, because of COVID, of course, we mentioned in other podcasts that the entire logistics industry in a whole, and what I mean by that is the trucking industry, the uh, embargo, the the ships coming in from across the waters with products into the United States via the Port of Los Angeles, which, which holds a large amount of products that come into the United States. Um, it's hard to get around with COVID with Omicron, and there's a shortage in dock workers and truck drivers. So much so that I don't know if anybody's noticed that is our supermarket shelves are empty everywhere. I mean, you can go to Walmart, you can go to Target, you can go to your local supermarket, and the shelves are like, uh, look, they're not bone dry empty. They're just not as plentiful stocked as they normally are. You know how when you walk into Walmart or or Target, everything is stocked up to the edge of the shelf, straight, and everything looks like like soldiers up on the shelves. The shelves are full and packed with stuff, and if they're not, they're pulling out pallets of stuff so that they can stack overnight or prepare to stack overnight so that you can get the stuff the following day and so on and so on. That's not happening. They can't get this stuff on the shelves quick enough. And it's not only because people are buying this stuff. That's not the only issue. There's no shortage. It's just not getting to the grocery stores, the supermarkets, the, 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 where it has it. Things are not getting where they're supposed to be fast enough. So hopefully COVID subsides and we can get back on track for the spring and summer. I don't know about you guys, but I can't wait to get this damn cold over with. Uh, We had a snowstorm last weekend that dumped um, about six inches. But I've got over two feet of snow on my lawn from everything that I shoveled and cleared out the way. And it's, you know what? I'm done. One snowfall. I am done. It's what? March? It's uh, March. Uh, Yeah, I wish it was March 20th. It's uh, January 20th. I can't wait two more months before we start pulling the bikes out, getting them ready, and doing what we got to do, man. And speaking of bikes, everybody waiting for that Harley uh, uh, reveal to come out, right? Because they're revealing a new bike for twenty twenty two, and everybody's thinking, "Hey, it's gonna be a Dyna. It's gonna be a, a, a Harley Davidson Lowrider S." With a 117ci engine, taller suspension. So, according to Motorcycle.com, and you can check it out, they're saying that there was a leak on the 2022 Harley-Davidson Lowrider S details. This is by Dennis Chung, and it was this article was from last week. It goes on to say that Harley-Davidson announced its first batch of 2022 models, listing several models that are returning, mostly unchanged. Except for new paint and graphic options, a few models were conspicuously absent from the announcement. Most of them, like the Iron 1200, were discontinued. The lone exception was the Lowrider S, which was reported would be announced on January 26, with some updates. Well, it didn't take long for information to leak out, confirming that Harley Davidson, the Harley Davidson Lowrider S will indeed return for 2022 with some changes, including a larger 117 CI or 1923 CC engine. The news was first broken by Brazilian blogger Dan Morel and further corroborated by German blog Harley site. I don't know how to pronounce this name, but it's in German. Unst da, whatever I care, I don't know. Uh, which published an official looking spec sheet. Now, apparently, um, Harley-Davidson teasers for its January 26th announcement shows a fuel tank graphic that looks similar to the 2021 Lowrider S. Other details, such as air cooling fins and cast wheels, also appear to match the existing Lowrider S, as well as leaked images. We can confirm via Harley-Davidson service information portal that the 2022 FXLRS lowrider S exists and will be offered in two color options shown in the leaks. See if I can read this vivid black and gunship gray. You know, they're using that gunship gray a lot. Harley Davidson has been using the tagline further faster for the January 26th teaser. Which I don't know if anybody signed up, but I know I have. You sign up on it, go to HarleyDavidson.com and sign up uh, for the January 26th uh, event. You'll be notified when to log in and you'll see the event. Um according to Harley-Davidson, the teaser, which supports the premise of an engine upgrade from the previous 1870 to a larger 1923cc displacement. The leaked spec sheet and images also indicate the 2022 Lowrider S receives a new heavy breather intake, similar to the Screaming Eagle kit from Harley-Davidson parts catalog. Also, according to the leaked spec sheet, the 2022 Lowrider S claims 103 horsepower, which is just about how much the Milwaukee 8117 117 uh, produced in 2021, CVO models. The spec sheet claims a peak output of 125 foot-pounds at 3,500 RPM, an increase over the 2021. The frame, dual-disc front brakes, single-cartridge inverted fork, With an increased travel from 3.4 to 4.4 inches New suspension, seat height um, Yeah And there's also An increase in lease angle in, in, I'm sorry, lean angle I said lease angle Lean angle from 30.1 inch to 31.3 inch That's not a whole lot But it's okay Handlebar mounted instrument cluster, tank mounted gauges, four-inch analog speedometer, and a partridge in the pear tree. You can check this out at motorcycle.com. Check it out yourself. Now we're ready to go. Hey, thanks for joining me. Like I said, the Cycle Check Podcast at gmail.com. If you listen to this show on Anchor.fm, that's awesome. Send me something. Check out the Facebook page at the Psycho Shack Podcast. If you listen on Apple, rate the show. Tell me what you think. My name's Ivan Rodriguez. Happy New Year. Welcome back. I can't wait to get rid of this cold. In the meantime, if you guys are riding in that warmer climate, good for you. Be safe. Keep them two wheels rubber side down. It's the Cycle Shack. I'll talk to you soon. I'm out of here. Thanks, folks.